I am Ben Pugh, and you're listening to Impact, Parenting with Perspective, episode number 30. This podcast is all about helping parents manage the mental and emotional drama that comes with parenting teens, so they can focus on what's most important, building rock-solid relationships and having a powerful impact on their teen's life. Join me each week as I dive into real tools to help you and your team turn struggles into strengths. All right, guys, welcome to the podcast. It is the first week of 2021, and so far, I've really been enjoying it. I liked 2020. That actually was a really good year for me, for my family, for my business, Uh, covid we never got it. So like, I don't know, like maybe that would have changed our perspective, but dealing with um, lockdown, being shut into our home, being stuck together as a family and quarantining together, uh, that was actually really good for us. That was part of the motivation behind me launching my podcast. And it was good for us as a family to be forced to spend more time together. So as we move forward into 2021, I'm very excited, but there's also a small part of me that's like, oh, but I like 2020. I'm going to miss it. So today we are going to talk about being resilient and that it's hard to be resilient and that that is okay. So what we're going to talk about today, like, yeah, we're going to talk a lot about resilience. We're also going to talk about kind of some of the things that make it hard and why that's okay. And we're going to talk a little bit about the mindset when it comes to being resilient. But before we do a deep dive into being resilient, I want to give a shout out to all of you guys who joined my monthly coaching membership. It is awesome. We have changed the name to Firmly Founded Parents. And I have also enlisted the help of three other coaches. So now there are four coaches total that will be a part of this monthly membership where you can come and get group coaching two times a month, or you can sign up, well, and I should say, and you can sign up to get your own individual one-on-one private session with either myself or one of the other three coaches. So three of us coaches are certified through the Life Coach School, and one of our coaches is certified through Clarity Point. So if you haven't yet, become a member. Now, January is an awesome time to start doing this. And you'll get so much support. You will have tools and resources to help you become the parent that you've wanted to be for probably as long as your teenager started making it really hard to be that parent. All right. So if you haven't yet, go ahead, join the membership. There will be a link at the bottom of the show notes, or you could go to benpewcoaching.com slash membership and join today. We'd love to have you. All right. So resilience. I want to briefly say that resilience is a skill that has to be practiced to be mastered. Resilience is a byproduct of struggling. All right, so I believe those two statements really help 
make resilience a little more clear. Like we understand, oh, okay, it's a skill that has to be practiced. It has to be mastered. It's something that you develop. And then also understanding, okay, resilience, it's a byproduct of struggling. So that means if I want to be more resilient, I'm going to have to struggle a little bit more. Doesn't that sound exciting? (laughs) So I wanted to share a quote. This is by Nelson Mandela. Uh, I I've always really liked Nelson Mandela. I had to do a report on him when I was in fifth or sixth grade. I can't remember, maybe seventh grade. Anyways, I just always thought, man, this guy is awesome. And so he said, do not judge me by my success. Judge me by how many times I fell down and got back up again. And that's so powerful. That helps us realize, oh, you know what? I'm supposed to get knocked down. I'm supposed to like, it's supposed to be hard. My only job is to just pick myself up again. So why is it so hard to be resilient? Well, it's hard to be resilient because it has to be hard to develop resilience. But it's not hard in the impossible, oh, I can't do this. Like, no, it's not impossible. It's not that hard. It's hard in a good, empowering way. When we do the hard things that build resilience, we become more empowered. One of the examples that I like to give, asking why is it so hard to be resilient or why is resilience so hard is like asking, why is it so hard to bench press or to lift weights? And the answer is that it has to be hard. Lifting weights is supposed to be hard because if it wasn't hard, you wouldn't get any stronger. Walking into the weight room, like I remember leg days. Oh my goodness. I used to hate leg days because in the end, like you walk out to your car and your legs would all be wiggly and be jelly. Walking into the gym is basically signing yourself up to do something hard, to struggle. Now, Here's the weird thing about going to the gym. As you get stronger, as you get better, you intentionally make it harder by adding more weights. So you're literally making things heavier and harder to lift. Now, sometimes it seems like lifting weights gets easier because we develop more skill, we have more experience. But as we put on more weights, like we are continually trying to make it harder so that we can get stronger. So why is it so hard to develop resilience? It's because that's how it has to be. Struggle, hardship, discomfort. These are simply part of the process. These are the price of becoming resilient. I want you to think of resilience like bravery or courage. We all think that being brave and courageous is a good skill to have. And we want to be brave and we glorify, oh man, that was so brave what you did there. But sometimes we forget that bravery or courage, it comes with a price. You have to be afraid. There is no being brave. There's no courage if you're not afraid. Like the definition of bravery or courage is doing something even though you're scared, even though you're afraid of doing it. So when it comes to resilience, we have to experience struggles. We have to experience trials to develop resilience. Struggling is hard. 
And that's okay because that is what builds resilience. So the reason I want to talk about this, I was looking through my podcast and my podcast on resilience are the most popular. And it's also one of the things that parents ask me about all the time. So when it comes to helping your teenager develop resilience, there's a few things that you can do. And it might sound harsh, but the truth is, let them struggle. Now, I'm not saying to pile it on and go out of your way to make their life miserable and to intensify their struggle. What I'm saying is to allow them to struggle. Don't jump in and bail them out. Just allow them to struggle. Let them know that they have your support and let them know that, hey, you know what? Struggling is just part of the process. It's also helpful to be intentional about your own perspective when it comes to your teens struggling. It's easy for parents to start catastrophizing. Our teen gets an F in math or in English, and as parents, we act like it's the end of the world. We start telling them, hey, that F is going to keep you from, I don't know, getting into college, getting a good job, blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden, we start to just make things worse by catastrophizing. We give them the mindset that, oh my goodness, this F, this struggle could ruin your life. So I want to invite you that instead, take the opportunity to reassure them and let them know that, hey, you know what? It's okay to struggle. It's okay to not be good at something and to work extra hard to develop the skill of being good at that. It is okay to struggle. Help your teen realize that the very act of struggling is making them stronger. Sometimes just knowing that just giving purpose to the discomfort that comes with struggling will help them feel better about it. It will help them lessen their discomfort, lessen their pain that comes with the struggle because now they have purpose. They realize, oh, okay, this is part of the plan. This will make me stronger. I want to give you an example. Just last night, my son was in a basketball game Uh, He's not a starter on the team, but he's really probably one of their better defenders. He just doesn't bring as much to the table when it comes to offense. And one of the player, one of the starters on his team got injured with like, I don't know, 10, 15 seconds left. And my son had to go in and he ended up taking the game winning shot and he missed it. Like he got fouled, but the ref didn't call it. But in my opinion, I've watched the replay. Like he shot and it was not going in. And within a millisecond, he got run over. Could have been a foul, but it didn't get called. And he missed the shot. And he said, Dad, this sucks. It feels so bad. I just wish I could go back and I could fix that. I wish I could change it. And the pain that he was feeling, that discomfort associated with the emotion of disappointment that he had, like that emotion right there, that struggle is making him more resilient. In talking to him, it was so empowering to be able to see, oh, hey, I missed the game-winning shot and it sucks. It doesn't feel great. But now I know what it feels like to miss and it's not the end of the world. So next time, yeah, I'm going to take that shot. I'm going to go up stronger and I'm probably going to make it. 
And that's going to feel amazing and great. But if I don't, I know I can handle the disappointment. I know I can handle the frustration and the discouragement that comes from missing the shot. I know I can handle the frustration and disappointment that not all the calls that I want to get called get made. And so really understanding that, oh, hey, by missing the game-winning shot, oh, that builds resilience. That turns me into a better player. It gives purpose to our struggles. It helps our teenagers understand, oh, okay, there is a purpose to suffering. There is a purpose to disappointment, to not getting what you want. And it helps put me closer to my goals. All right. So the last thing I want to talk to you about when it comes to resilience is the mindset component. Resilience is a mindset. Your mindset, I promise you, makes all the difference. Whether you see your struggles as the end of the world or as an opportunity for growth depends on your mindset. For a minute last night after my son's team lost, my son just wallowed in misery and he's like, my team hates me. I let them down. I missed the shot. He, with his mindset, was focused on the struggle. It was the end of the world. But as the evening wore on, as he processed the emotion, it turned into an opportunity. Now he's like, you know what, dad, I'm going to have the players on my team foul me and I'm going to practice going up strong. I'm going to practice making that shot no matter how hard I get hit, whether or not a ref calls a foul or not. So we can see this little mindset shift rather than having it be the end of the world and dwelling on the negative. No, now he's like, okay, this is an opportunity and I will be better prepared for next time. So your mindset determines your resilience. Your mindset determines how you perceive the struggles, how you perceive the purpose behind your struggles. Your mindset will change your perspective. You can make decisions to look for growth or you can focus on all the negative. But when you develop the growth mindset, when you develop a resilient mindset, now you just start looking for growth. You're like, okay, here's where I can improve. Here's what I can do to be better prepared for next time. So this means that when you get knocked down, not only do you get back up, but you find the positives in getting knocked down. You find the purpose and you learn from it and you grow from it. And as you do this, the powerful thing about developing this mindset is it changes your perspective. It changes the lens through which you look at your life and it will apply to everything. Now you look at, oh, my teen experiences in a basketball game or your teenager develops this and he changes how he experiences his experience in the basketball game. And now that applies to, oh, I got dumped by my girlfriend. Here's the opportunity. Oh, I'm failing math. Here's what I can do. It helps them rather than fighting the struggle, embrace the struggle because now they see how that builds their resilience. Now they understand, oh, okay, this is helping me become who I want to be. One of the things that is important when it comes to helping your teen develop, develop resilience, help your teen understand that we all struggle and we all know that we're going to struggle. So you might as well plan on it. That way, 
when they get dumped, when they miss the game-winning shot, when they don't get invited to a party, or when they're struggling with anxiety or depression, or they're just struggling in one of their classes, they're not shocked anymore because they know, oh, okay, this is part of the plan. They're not surprised. They just realize, oh, this is how it was always supposed to be, and it's okay to struggle. Now, what can I do to grow from this? Now, I want to just briefly talk about a concept that I teach. I'm not going to teach it all right now. I just want to give you a quick overview. But I teach this idea about the wheel of life. And this is different from the wheel of life that other coaches use. As far as I know, I'm the only one who teaches this. This is something that I came up with on my mission when I lived in Argentina for two years. But this wheel of life tells us that sometimes we're on the top of the wheel and life is easy. Life is great. Things are going exactly how we want them to be. And we're happy. But there's also a time when we're on the bottom of that wheel. And when you think about a wheel, like with my teenagers that I coach, I always use the image of like slamming on your brakes and skidding to a a stop. Like that causes friction and heat and it wears your tires out. The bottom of the wheel is hard. That's where life is a struggle. It wears you down, but it also makes you stronger. And when we understand the wheel of life, we know that the wheel is constantly turning. And when we're on the bottom and when things suck and when we're struggling, now we understand, oh, okay, I'm at the bottom of the wheel. This is where it's supposed to be hard. This is where I develop resilience. But I also know that it won't last this way forever. Pretty soon, I'm going to be right back on the top. And it's also empowering to know, oh, man, I'm at the top. Everything's going well. I find this in my life. Things go well, and I think, yes, I've made it. I've mastered life. It will be easy from now on. And then I'm shocked a week later when everything sucks and things aren't going the way that I planned. But when I remember the will of life, it helps me always keep things in perspective. It helps me realize, oh, when I'm at the top, you know what? This isn't going to last, and that's okay. I can experience tough things. And when I'm on the bottom and life is just being hard, I can realize, oh, you know what? I'm at the bottom and it isn't going to last. I'll be back on the top soon. This will help your team understand resilience. Being able to identify where they are in that wheel of life. Like sometimes I'm on the top, sometimes I'm on my way down. Other times I'm on the bottom getting run over and sometimes I'm on my way back up. But understanding life is a process. Life repeats itself. You're going to be on the top, you're going to be on the bottom, and that's okay. That will help your teenager make sense of the struggle of life. That will help your teenager really intentionally start developing resilience. Now, when you're on the bottom and when life is hard, that now has purpose and meaning. And when we're on the top, we realize, oh yeah, I'm grateful for this rest. I'm grateful that things are going well. I'm grateful that I have this resilience, but it's always in perspective. I know there will be bad days ahead of me. I know there will be other good days ahead of me. And I know that I'm resilient and I can handle all the good and the bad between now and my future. All right, guys, that is everything that I have for you on being resilient and that it's hard and that that's okay. So, Please let me know if you find this helpful. 
I would invite you guys, go have a conversation with your teenager. Find out where they are on the wheel of life. Find out where they were last week. Help them understand, okay, this is what it's like when I'm on the top. This is what it's like when I'm on the bottom. If you would like to learn that concept deeper, come join me and these other three coaches in our group coaching, The Firmly Founded Parent. This is a concept that I teach quite regularly. Um, The doors are open. Now is the time. It's January. Take control. Be empowered. Become the parent that you want to be so that you can have the relationship with your teenager that you want to have. I look forward to seeing you in our membership soon. And I'll see you on the podcast again next week. Talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to this episode of Impact, Parenting with Perspective. If you found any of this helpful and would like to get some one-on-one help with parenting your team, head over to benpewcoaching.com slash mini and sign up for a free consultation today. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you.